Hey, how you doing? Welcome back to Vicarious Competition. Getting this one into your Friday night. Could have come in, uh, we'll probably get it uploaded. It'll be a photo finish before midnight, but week one will be in the books. We're going to finish our dynamic update discussion, getting on to the kind of the ex exciting part for a Destroyer's podcast. Uh, we're going to look at the Destroyer um, units and monsters that getting some adjustments. First up we have the Ubercorp units. Uh, this was... The Ubercorp was definitely one of the earlier Monster Apocalypse factions, um, you know, to kind of hit the market. And the Ubercorp units came out a little bit generic, you know, they kind of had this feel of they wanted it to be a, a sum of the parts, you know, so there's a lot of faction-specific synergies, different things, um, but they didn't quite have an impact on the table as the scene evolved, as the game changed, you know, and grew. These guys need a lot of love. So the Robo Brontox is probably the most usable of the bunch. This guy, he just kind of gets elbowed out, um, because of list restrictions more than anything else. Um, his intensify role makes it so that uh, if he's holding an objective space, um, allied models get plus one boost dice when participating in any attack. So previously it was like brawl and blast triggers. Now you can use this for uh, your monster turn as well. So um, something to keep an eye out for, you know, if you want to bring these guys, um, they're really good for jam. Um, feedback's nice when it happens, but it's also a defense four model, which you don't have a lot of in destroyers. Um, so, you know, throwing this guy on a backline power node somewhere is not a terrible option. Um, you know, so pretty viable choice now that we have that one. The Uberjet, I think, is my favorite change in the entire packet, hands down. Um, this is a model that should have been cost one from the beginning. Um, it was kind of curious that it didn't get adjusted in Dynamic Update 21. But here we are now in 22, and it's, uh, you know, we finally got there. The problem with being a cost two unit is that, you know, you need both of them out. You need two Uber Jets to, you know, for teleport to function, you know. And in the absence of Blitz, Destroyers really needed, um, you know, a way to help their units cross the table. Uh, that was something that we saw when the Shadow Sun uh, industry buildings, you know, got nerfed and removed from play. There was, like, a removal of backline access, you know, for, for both factions. But then, you know, like, protectors, mostly through Blitz, you know, but they kind of had better options. Destroyers had trouble getting across the table outside of, like, a few, um, you know, kind of unique circumstances. And then... The Masters of the Eighth Dimension came out, so now you have options with, like, the Facilitators and the Dervishes, but this Teleport rule is what gets you, you know, those more, not even flavorful units, but things like Chompers are, are now back on the menu. Um, you know, it's, it's just those slower attacking models, you know, those slower Grunt um, and or Elite, I guess. So by bringing the Uber Jets back to a single point, um, you know, it's not such a feel-bad moment to bring two of them out. Um, you know, you can try to preserve one in your back line and just use a single one as like a strike fighter to just kind of 
zoom in there, drop a dude, you know, maybe capture a power node or something, maybe not, maybe just sits there and hope that they ignore it. But it, it lets you act like a forward spawn. So this allows for some really, really, um, you know, like it really widens the stable of viable destroyers units. Um, it lets you get those more flavorful units like you know, like the, the dire ants, um, you know, are a lot better now because they can just, it's all about getting to where you need them to go. And the Uberjet turns a lot of that on. So that's really, really exciting to see. Um, and I don't even think any of the rules change. It just made this thing cost two and kept it moving. The Shinobot Commander, or the Elite, is a much weirder change. He gets an ability called Signal Matrix. Um, that after he does an action, uh, each grunt within the same uh, can do the same action. So it essentially lets the commander sprint every other Shinobot on the table. Um, I don't know how often this is going to come up. But the thing about it is, and, and this is, you know, a testament to the, the casual development. Like if you're an Ubercorp fan and and that's your coolest faction and and that's what you want to run and you want all the uber corp units like you're probably going to be able to get some plays with the shinobot elite um you know based on that one so i think it's an exciting change it's def certainly not the the strongest you know most competitive change but it's gonna it's very much a feel-good change, um, and it, and it's really got a nice flavor to it. I mean, just to think about all the Shinobots like running around, you know, scurrying around, and then just like they get the run, you know, the sprint command, and then they're all just zipping all over the place. So I guess you know what you could do is you could have them run in, you know, make some attacks, whether they kill stuff, don't kill stuff, and then the elite just gives that order, and you can jump and take whatever objectives you cleared, you know, different things, and it's a defense three unit. So, you know, it's not the easiest to kill, um, you know, but I don't know. That one's uh, exciting to me, I think. I think, you know, like I said, people that, that want to use these, I think, can now have a, a more positive experience with that one. So we'll see how that shakes out. The last one was the LTA gunship. This is probably one of the more usable uh, models in the... Zerkatlo block faction the problem is that you know destroyers are spoiled for choice in the two cost attacking unit options so it's kind of like why bring this you know we can bring uh, a number of uh, other things so they increase the range on its blast attack by a lot um, they also added dual attack um, I think mostly just for, for cleaning up rules. It seems to be that they're moving away from... You saw this also with Swift Strike on Rastaban. They're moving away from extra, you know, like... Um, identifying what kind of extra attack you get, whether it's Brawl or Blast. And it seems to be they're just giving things extra attacks now and kind of letting you decide. So the extra two range helps out... Um, a lot you know like you're now just one space shorter than the hunter you're getting indirect fire instead of the penetrator option and this can still combine with other things so uh you know this again this is more of a, a lighter touch i think it's still very much a choice this does not make it an auto include by any stretch um but but it helps curtail you know those feel bad moments so if you you know 
going heavy into this faction and you want to bring these things, um, you know, it can be a pretty good option. On to the monsters for the destroyers. Um, we got some really cool stuff here. Uh, Dynastavis gets an update. Just a little bit of a glow up here. Um, the big one is that they fixed hard to kill. Hard to kill was uh, a victim of kind of meta play, I guess. Uh, it was a rule that made it so you couldn't dunk her out from, you know, from alpha through her hyper without, you know, getting an opportunity to use that really strong um, three health hyper. But the problem was that you would ram a building into her and then you could go single into single and then, you know, like, or and it just the, the way the damage trade worked, you, you never really got to use hard to kill. Like, they would just put her, you know, they would boop her into hyper and then just finish her off. So now it works. Um, if she's above one health and gets killed, uh, she comes back to one health. It does work if you, you know, heal yourself off of the downtown high-rise. But I don't see that happening too often, to be honest. Like, it's really, really hard to do. It needs to be, you know, that building needs to be not destroyed. It needs to be in the right place. And Dynastavis needs to be exactly at one health. And it's just like, I don't know. I mean, if you can pull it off, more power to you. But I don't see it happening. Um, she picked up, I think she got uh, a couple of boost dice here and there um and she got faster you know so so that was good she's a speed seven defense nine monster now um which is probably what she should have been from the beginning so and plus for a starter box monster you know it, I, this is a, another change i was really glad to see Ooh, we run out of time all right i'll hurry up um i was glad to see this change because they weren't afraid to touch the starter box monster just for being a starter box monster like this this thing was you know below the curve and they fixed that one so as they should have you know so i'll, I'll sacrifice like a tiny bit of confusion to you know to update the card and everything but this was a good change um so uh other changes um Deimos 9 got a huge uh adjustment this was like a monster that was almost good as it was has a really really strong hyper um direct power is a cool rule when it comes up but integrate is amazing we're gonna do um a, a whole probably a whole episode on integrate and the implications of that one but um, the long and short of it is when you're in range to integrate a UCI building, um, you get the whole map because that building uh, kind of imprints every action from every other building. So this lets Deimos have some, some really, really great options. Um, it gives it access to alpha screen clear through the recycling, uh, the reclamation facility, uh, as well as the void gate might see the table now. It's just like... This is, I think, my second favorite change um, in the update. And they also push the, the health um, tracker around a little bit so that way, you know, your opponent is incentivized to dunk out Integrate, but then, oh no, you know, you have this really strong hyper that you get to run around with for longer. So, very well done on that one. Comcore 001 got, you know, he got the, the passive upgrade when they updated uh, Safeguard. They made him a little bit punchier, a little bit shootier. Um, you know, they gave him the lead from the front. 
So it gives some precision strike, lets you, you know, be a little bit of a Zircalo commander, um, you know, which is always a good thing. Uh, his hyper got much, much cooler. He got the collateral damage on the blast attack. Um, you know, and they just, they did, you know, <clears throat> kind of got rid of some of the junkier rules and just gave him like a better identity. Um, he is now another 12 health option in destroyers, which is also good. Um, you know, but I think this is a much more playable monster now, um, you know, probably solidly mid-tier, uh, which is a good place to be. You know, you don't want to go over the top with too many things. The last one we'll talk about really fast is Zaxor. This guy was kind of silly before, you know, he's just kind of a flipper-handed idiot. They weren't really sure what to do with him. Um, they gave him energy cycle in both forms, which really, really helps um, with his hyper, with that ultimate weapon. Um, so now you kind of get a little bit of a resource refund on your action dice on that one. And they gave him tag on his brawl and blast, which is just fantastic. Um, power gorge on the power is good, uh, and he got a little bit of an upgrade with that one. Um, he gets, I don't think he was uh, speed 7 in hyper before. So he's still a cool monster. He keeps kinetic distortion, so he has that gravity feel, um, and then it turns into blood rage, so he's still a unit commander. Um, this guy is like really, really good now. Um, I think he's viable. He feels like a better glass cannon 10 health monster, which is good. So that's what I got for you guys. Um, thank you so much for listening, as always. Next week, we're just going to get into it. I think we're going to do like a state of the meta address and look at what you know some of the more generic loadouts look like uh, and then how we're building our lists out from there so i'll catch you guys next week on that one